Hi, I'm Paddy Billington. Welcome to episode 20 of the Visit Scarborough podcast. Coming up in this bumper, Summer Holidays Are Here edition, Planet Circus is back in Scarborough and it is absolutely jaw-droppingly good. I have been previous years, but nothing tops this year's show. I was there last night and I'm speaking to the director and one of the stars soon. Also coming up this episode, I'm chatting to an author of a new novel set in Scarborough. Murder at the Seaview Hotel is written by Glenda Young. She's on the pod soon as well. And there's much more. County Cricket is back in Scarborough this week. We'll hear from the Vice President of Scarborough Cricket Club. And dogs are cooling down paddleboarding at North Yorkshire Water Park. Plus, you tell us about what your families are most excited to do when you visit Scarborough over the summer holidays. And we have the latest tourism news. Naval warfare returns to Pizone Park. Dolphins are being spotted daily just off Scarborough's shoreline. And BBC One and BBC News have spent the week here as well. Firstly, massive thanks for all your feedback, all your reviews. They're 100% five-star on iTunes, which is hugely appreciated. Make sure you subscribe to the Visit Scarborough podcast wherever you get your podcasts from, be it iTunes, Spotify, or your podcast app, and you'll get notified every time a new episode drops, as they say. And firstly, apologies that it has taken a little while to bring out episode 20 of the Visit Scarborough podcast. It's been a a good few weeks since episode 19, but it's been a very busy time in my other job as breakfast show presenter on the local commercial radio station, This Is The Coast. As well as the breakfast show, I've been attending lots of events and it's great that they are back. I've been doing quite a lot of running along Scarborough's seafront as well. Great to see lots of people enjoying what has been incredible weather in the last week or two. Although that busyometer has been up at about the 7 or 8 mark fairly consistently, making it rather challenging uh, to run along the foreshore and marine drive at times. Right, let's get underway now because we've got so much to pack into this episode. Now, last night I went to Planet Circus at Leveston on its opening day, just the second performance. I went with my other half and two of her girls and we all had an incredible time. More on that in a moment, but at the interval, I recorded a quick chat for the podcast with a couple of the Planet Circus team to find out what you can expect from Planet Circus this summer in Scarborough. Hello, I'm Tanya Mack. And I'm Wallace Ammo. Well, tell us about the show this year then. Oh, well, last year, obviously with COVID, we couldn't put on our 10-year anniversary show that we really wanted to. So this year we've gone out with a bang. And I don't want to give too much away, but it is definitely our best show we've ever done. Well, I know it's just coming in. There's a lot more than I guess you were able to do last year. Oh, definitely. It's just buzzing, isn't it, this year? It's just totally different to anything we've ever done before. Yeah, it's uh, absolutely amazing. And uh, I really enjoyed uh, your your performance in the in the first half as well. In front of the other half, uh, described it as her highlights so uh, what fun are you having during the show uh well i mean sometimes I'm, i actually do enjoy more than the audience itself <laughs> yeah uh, it looks that way yeah because <laughs> sometimes like it, it's it's always different because it's always a different people um different days so it's like it's you i can't it's always different thing happen you know sometimes i'm not expecting um they're gonna do something that i'm not expecting so they just make me laugh for real and uh i mean but i just love to perform for them you know so i'm just we're just glad to be able to do it again after covid yeah very funny and and of course you you don't know who you're going to get up on 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 that on that floor do you (laughs) no not really Uh, i mean i actually has to change the first one yeah yeah i know he's that yeah 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 and i the second one and he was amazing wasn't he 
yeah, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, Planet Circus has really cemented itself here now, hasn't it? It's part of one of the main attractions, really, in Scarborough for, for holiday makers over the summer season. It is. We were actually told we're local legends, so that sounds lovely. I mean, we have to say, I mean, local businesses support us. The counts are amazing. We literally are welcomed year after year, so it's it's like being home, really. It feels like it's a Scarborough Circus, really. Yeah. <laughs> it, do, it does. It does. But you actually do. You've, you've just come from the northeast, haven't you? Absolutely. Yeah, we had a fantastic run in the northeast, which was amazing because we missed it now for two years. So it was lovely to catch up with people, faces that we haven't seen for a few years that we've recognised straight away. So yeah, it's been lovely. It's all jaw-dropping stuff, isn't it? And I know we've got even more fun to come in the uh, in, in the second half. But uh, the, the talent uh, of the performers is just unreal, isn't it? Well, it is. I mean, we are really passionate with what we do, you know. So we put our hearts in everything we do on the stage. So I, I think people can see it themselves because I mean, we are circus is our life, you know. Like it's what we do. We love to do it. Yeah, yeah. I imagine. I mean, it looks effortless and incredible, but I imagine there is so much work that goes into perfecting those acts. I mean, it's it's fine margins, isn't it, between it, it being incredibly spectacular and, and going horrendously wrong, and, and you always nail it. Absolutely. I mean, they train day in, day out. I mean, you could finish two shows, and if they haven't got it right in the show, they will go in and make sure it's right for tomorrow. So it has to be a love thing. You couldn't do this if you didn't love it. You have to love what you do. Yeah, yeah. And, and do, does everyone get a bit of time to enjoy the Scarborough? I know you're performing every day, aren't you? But We are, yeah, we do. We, we take it most Sundays, we end up at Alpamere. We try to get down there. Um, we tend to have a lot of barbecues and things here because we finish quite late but we try to do a couple of times each time down the seafront all of us or take the kids down or something so we do get a little bit but obviously not as much as we'd like and in terms of when you're here when the shows are just remind us when 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 planet circus is on it's performances every day really isn't it pretty much yeah four and seven on a weekday don't quote me on the weekend because i'm really not sure (laughs) um and we are here hopefully maybe possibly extending definitely till bank holiday monday Mm -hmm. but we'll possibly extend so it depends how we go but definitely till bank holiday monday First night as well, you must be thrilled with the amount of people here. I mean, it's it's really busy, isn't it, tonight? Yeah, it is, and it's so good to see people coming and enjoying themselves as well after everything everyone's is going is being true, you know? So You really struggled, didn't you? He really <laughs> struggled, yeah. Him not performing, you may have just, oh, he just I, mean, I, I, I so can't really see myself not performing. I've been doing uh, radio throughout, uh, but, uh, but I do discos, and I've really missed that sort of interaction. Yeah. So I can only imagine if, if performing in front of people is your life. I mean, that must have been a massive hole, really. Yeah. Well, it was, I mean, I can't even explain how it was. It was something that we was not expecting at all. Because we always say one thing, that the show must go on. And And it just couldn't couldn't go on. It just couldn't go on. Finally, uh, I know you travel all around, so Scarborough audiences, York's Coast audiences, the best? Yes, the best this year, definitely. <laughs> the best we've done in the last 11 years, definitely. Oh, amazing, amazing. I can tell you that. Because <laughs> obviously, you know, there'll be a mixture of locals here, but obviously you've got all the holiday makers as well, all the holiday parts close by. So. And again, faces we see year after year, yeah. time after time, which is fantastic. Well, well, you recognise me straight away. and uh, <laughs> I've got me the Ralph and her girls tonight, and I'm bringing my kids uh, later in the summer when, when they're here as well. Oh, so. well, you're welcome anytime. Yeah, but I'll, I'll be doing that thing where I'm trying not to tell them what's coming up next. He's <laughs> oh, you gotta watch this bit, you gotta watch this bit. Anyway, thank you. Amazing show. Can't thank wait for the second half. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you thank you, man. My thanks to them both there for that little chat uh, midway through Planet Circus at Leberston last night. Leberston just off the A165 between Scarborough and Filey, very close to the holiday parks as well, like Caton Bay, Crow's Nest, Flower of May, Blue Dolphin, Primrose Valley, and others. And I've got to say, that second half absolutely blew my mind. For some reason, in that interview, I said, oh, they make it look effortless. They don't make it look effortless at all. They make it look incredibly complicated. And the precision and the practice that must go into making those performances what they are 
you just can't comprehend it. And there was certainly something at the end that I really wasn't expecting that I've never seen at Planet Circus before. Make sure you get your tickets. And if you are staying at the Crow's Nest Holiday Park, which is almost next door to Planet Circus, I'm actually doing family discos there every Tuesday evening during the summer holidays. And I'm delighted to let you know that I'll be giving away family tickets uh, during those discos. Still to come on the Visit Scarborough podcast, episode 20. In a moment, I'm speaking to Glenda Young. Uh, Glenda is an author, and she's written a novel called Murder at the Seaview Hotel, and it is set in one of her favourite places in the world, Scarborough, of course. So we're speaking to Glenda very shortly. Much more besides that coming up as well. First, though, we've been asking you on our social media pages, uh, what are you most looking forward to doing when you visit Scarborough during the summer holidays? Marie Smart says, I actually came last week for a holiday. Uh, been coming for years. My favourite things to do are visiting Pizone Park and sometimes staying to see the Naval Warfare. I always must visit the Clock Cafe, listen to the Scarborough Spar Orchestra, relax in the Italian gardens, pop down onto the front of the South Bay for a lemon top ice cream, stroll around near the open air theatre, wave to children enjoying a ride on the train. The North Bay is my favourite, especially strolling along the front towards the Sea Life Centre. Scarborough is fab. Uh, lovely comments there, Marie. Uh, talking to the Scarborough Spar Orchestra, really nice to hear them and see them uh, perform in the Suncourt uh, again in some lovely sunshine. Lots of people enjoying music there. Howard Beaumont's been doing some free concerts uh, in the afternoons on the organ as well. So great that Scarborough Spa Orchestra and live music has returned. And Carolyn Lowry says, uh, I love showing my nephews the things that their dad and I did as kids. And that's what we're going to be doing over the summer holidays, especially Pizan Park. We have some wonderful memories of Scarborough. The best family holidays were had there. Thank you for that. We'll do some more of those comments very soon. The things you're most looking forward to doing over the summer holidays with your family. Right now, let's speak to Glenda Young. Glenda is an author and she's got a book deal at the moment. And the great news for us is that a lot of these books, well, all of them, actually, these these stories, the series of stories are going to be set in Scarborough. Let's find out more about the latest book, Murder at the Seaview Hotel. Glenda, welcome to the Visit Scarborough podcast. Tell us more about this latest story. The latest book is a cosy crime book. It's a lot of fun and it's called Murder at at the Seaview Hotel. And it's set wholly in Scarborough. It's about a lady who runs a bed and breakfast on the North Bay and her husband's just died. So she's in a bit of a dilemma as to whether to sell up and move out or whether to stay and run the bed and breakfast on her own. And she gets a booking from a group of 12 Elvis impersonators who are coming to Scarborough for an Elvis fan convention. And that's when the fun really starts. And she decides uh, she'll take in this group of 12 Elvis impersonators called Twelvis um, and then make a decision as to whether she's going to stay or not. But when the Elvis impersonators are staying with her at the Seaview Hotel, one of them gets murdered and his blue suede shoes are stolen. So she turns into a detective. Her, she's got a rescue greyhound called Suki. And um, Helen Dexter is her name. And Helen and Suki uh, go on the hunt to uncover the murderer. So there's a lot going on. It's, it is so much fun. And it was a lot of fun to write. And I, I hope that people really enjoy it too. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. And actually, you know, 12 Elvis impersonators staying at a and b in Scarborough uh, wouldn't really be the most unusual thing, really. I mean, you know, we do get all sorts of visitors and, you know, your Elvis conventions is the type of event that we would have around here as well. So all, all fairly plausible, really. Oh, absolutely. And I must give a shout out to Scarborough's own Elvis impersonator, Tony Skingle, um, because Tony helped me with a little bit of the research as well when and I was initially gathering notes about Elvis impersonators, of which I knew nothing. Um, I, ca- I 
Cons and Tony, I didn't know him. I just got in touch with him over um, social media and he was very kind and he, we, we talked for a couple of hours on the phone. So I want to give a big thank, thank you and a shout out to Tony Skingle. And I've included him in the book as well with his website because he was really helpful. That's great. That's great to hear. Yeah, yeah. he does, uh, does a lot of shows uh, around here. The, the New Year's Eve one is a particular favourite, actually, uh, which I think is at Scarborough Spa every, every year. So, you know, I say that is all very plausible, a murder at the at the hotel. Uh, now, that is something a little bit different. You say you have a lot of fun with it then. Um, so sort of, describe sort of the tone of the book, really. Yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm not a huge Elvis fan, but I think, you know, everybody knows who Elvis is. I, I, you know, most everybody knows who he is. And these songs are all pretty much upbeat or the, the ones that are slow can, you know, they can they get emotions out of you like songs like in the ghetto and things like that so everyone is, is almost almost everyone's aware of who elvis is so writing the book each day when i was sitting down to write a chapter i would listen to an elvis song and whether it was jailhouse rock or one of the ballads one of the really slow ones it just really set the tone for the book uh, as i was writing and it put me in a really good mood and I was writing it in lockdown last year when things were pretty grim. Um, so it really kind of helped my mental health. It really buoyed me up at the start of each day to sit down and listen to Elvis or to watch an Elvis film on TV. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I did a lot of research about Elvis. I was got books about him as well. So I kind of immersed myself in the world of Elvis and Elvis impersonators. And there's, there's no way that that can't be fun um, because everyone involved in that world, although they, they take it seriously, once you do it for a living, um, th there's a lot of fun involved, all the dressing up and so on. And the story itself, I mean, you know, a story with 12 Elvis impersonators in it is, is in itself going to be funny. There's a lots of um, interaction between the group that uh, there's some laugh out loud moments in the book, although it, it is ultimately a crime book because one of them gets murdered. But yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. And I, I hope that when people read it, they, they get a sense of how much I enjoyed writing it perhaps as well. And because it's set in Scarborough, a place I absolutely adore, it was just, it was a delight to write. And um, I'm really, really quite honoured that the publisher liked it so much that they gave me a three-book deal. So it, it's the first of a series of three that are going to be set in the Seaview Hotel in Scarborough. Yeah. And in each one, there'll, there'll be a murder. Um, I've just finished writing the second one, which is called Curtain Call at the Seaview Hotel. And it's, a, it's about a group of actors who come to Scarborough um, to put a play on at a theatre, which I've kind of loosely based on the old futurist theatre. I've called it the modernist theatre. Um, and one of one one of the troop of actors gets killed off. I don't want to give any spoilers away at this stage, but again, it's just been wonderful being back in Scarborough in my head and writing about it. Yeah, well, that's just great to hear that there's more on the way. And uh, I can hear a northeast twang in your accent there. Obviously, you don't live in Scarborough, but you you are setting these these books in Scarborough. What is it about Scarborough that has uh, given you so much inspiration to set your stories here? Yeah, I live up in Sunderland. Um, and I, I absolutely adore Scarborough. Um, I'm in my mid-50s now, and I've been coming to Scarborough on holiday ever since I was a little girl. In fact, probably before I can remember. Um, my mum and dad used to bring me and my two younger brothers to Scarborough for a fortnight, the same fortnight, <laughs> every August. Um, and we'd stay in a, a bed and breakfast called the Iona Hotel, which is no longer there. It was in Trafalgar Square on the North Bay. Um, and I've just got so many happy memories of holidays in Scarborough every year, same two weeks, same hotel. 
and then you know when you get you grow up a little bit and you're a teenager and you want to go off on holidays with your friends and boyfriends and Scarborough kind of got pushed to one side and we you know didn't really think about it that that much anymore and it was just somewhere that we used to go and then um when my dad died um about 12 13 years ago now uh we you know we were all lost absolutely grief stricken um with the loss of our dad and um my younger brother one day said do you know what we should do we should all go to scarborough so we went there were about 10 of us we went to celebrate dad's life in scarborough because he absolutely loved the place and we did all the things that dad used to do we we played bingo we were on the karaoke we played frisbee on the beach this big family group of us had a whole weekend in scarborough celebrating my dad's life and since then i've been back to scarborough at least two or three times a year um i love the place so much i got married there at the stephen joseph theater and my younger brother got married at the grand hotel um, sorry, he got married in the register office, but I had the, the do at the Grand Hotel. So, so it's it's really it's kind of an important place for our family. And you know, to, to be writing books now set in Scarborough, it means that not only can I visit there to do research, <laughs> but I can I'm there in my head all the time now, which is just the most fantastic thing. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really great to hear. I mean, so many people who who love visiting Scarborough uh, do so because it it reminds them of childhood visits, childhood holidays, and. And so much of, of what was around in Scarborough back in the day still is, you know, the natural beauty and, and quite a lot of attractions as well. So that's really great to hear. Um, well, finally, then, if people do want to uh, get a copy of this book, then where can people get Murder at the Seaview Hotel by Glenda Young? Well, I, I've got to say, first of all, you can get it from Scarborough Waterstones. Um, it comes out on August the 5th in hardback, ebook, and audiobook, and the paperback's out in November. Um, I'm actually coming to Scarborough at the end of August, so I'll be going into Waterstones in Scarborough to actually um, sign some books. Um, not like a, an official book signing, but I'll be signing books that they can put on the shelf. And the staff there are, are very supportive. The big shout out to them because they're great. But yes, all, all Waterstones, all bookshops online, my website, glendayoungbooks.com. And, you know, all, all good booksellers will have it. And uh, like I, I just keep saying, I hope people really enjoy it. Yeah, it's a great cover as well. Uh, a great cover because you've got uh, got a view there of the the Grand Hotel and uh, St Mary's Church and a bit of the South Bay Beach and and sort of the the cobble slipway there as well. Um, and then the the ominous sky really, which sets up the the book nicely. So so that's that's a lovely cover to uh, show off Scarborough in those bookshops around the country. So great stuff. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thanks for being on the Visit Scarborough podcast. Oh no, thank you very much indeed for having me. Thanks, Paddy. And my thanks to Glenda Young. Make sure you get a copy of that book, Murder at the Seaview Hotel. Now, on the way, uh, dogs are paddleboarding at North Yorkshire Water Bar and getting a free ice cream. More on that very, very soon. And also, County Cricket is back in Scarborough as well. Brilliant. And some tourism news to come, including Naval Warfare returning to Pizone Park, Scarborough. Right now, though, uh, more of your comments on the stuff that you're looking forward to doing over the summer holidays with your family on visiting Scarborough. Amanda Shelbourne paddling in the sea, looking around to see if we can find a poster of This Is The Coast, the radio station that you work for, Paddy, and also take a photo with my son near it. Thank you for that, Amanda. That's lovely. Um, also, we like to go to the castle and enjoy picnics and the sea life as well. Sarah Dowd as well says, our favourite thing to 
to do is walk around the South Cliff and along the beach uh, below. Our son loves to hang out on the beach, visit the castle and go to the amusements. We like Peas Home as well and picnic in the Crescent Gardens. That's nice, actually, because that's in the town centre. Not too many people know about the Crescent Gardens, so glad you do. Uh, we're lucky enough to have a holiday home in Scarborough, so in the peak tourist season, we tend to skip the seafront and busiest locations and find quieter spots. And Stephanie Graham, I visited last week. We did boat rides. We sat on the beach. We had chips by the harbour and had an ice cream on the beach. Even had my donut taken off me by a seagull. Uh, played in the amusement and also got to see some dolphins, which was the highlight. Well, you're not the only one. I've heard about these dolphin sightings for a while now. And finally, on a speedboat ride, uh, myself and my daughter and my son, we got to see bottlenose dolphins up close. It was just fantastic. And I've also seen them since from the East Pier, actually standing on the harbour side. And the Hispaniola was just offshore, the pirate boat with a load of people on, and they got an incredible view of bottlenose dolphins leaping up out the water just in front of the boat. But I could see them clearly, and I got some great video footage. Uh, from where I was standing. If you want to see that video footage, it's on the Visit Scarborough social media pages. But dolphin sightings are really on the up at the moment, um, dramatically. Uh, People are seeing them every single day, a lot around Scarborough, uh, some around Whitby as well. And they're becoming a new tourist attraction in the area, which is just very special, isn't it, if you see them uh, when visiting Scarborough. Now, county cricket is back in Scarborough, and I've been speaking to the vice chairman of Scarborough Cricket Club, Bill Musto, who, as you'd expect, is delighted. What a wonderful feeling this morning. The sun shining in Scarborough and cricket, first time since August 2019, first class cricket. That's a great feeling. So we're absolutely looking forward to it. We've got a great week ahead, Daddy. We've got Surrey and we love Surrey to come because there's a bit of rivalry. So that's in the Royal London Cup. It's fantastic to be back in the game. Now, a lot of things are back to normal, which is great, but there are one or two uh, things that people should be aware of if they are heading into North Marine Road uh, for the upcoming cricket. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the key things uh, across the whole of the country in first-class cricket is there will be no access to the pavilion. That is being uh, kept for players and umpires and officials and in effect they're in their bubble and the other thing that is i mean it's quite normal for people to go on the pitch in the interval uh, um, at scarborough which is slightly unusual and one of the great traditions however that's not going to happen i'm afraid probably for the rest of the season because there's a desire to keep players separate from spectators because i don't know whether you're aware but derbyshire have had to cancel a couple of their t20s one of them with yorkshire because of covid and that's the danger so we're taking every step we can to make sure that spectators are safe players are safe and officials are safe and after the disappointment, obviously, of you know the Yorkshire-Lancashire fixture, which was meant to be happening at North Marine Road, uh, for all those involved with uh, the cricket club in Scarborough, what a feeling it must be uh, to actually have county cricket happening. The weather forecast looking good as well, because that's always very important uh, for locals and visitors who, who see the cricket at Scarborough as part of um, the Scarborough experience. They absolutely do. I mean, it's been quite interesting in that I think every day over the last couple of weeks, we probably have 200, 300 people wander into the ground just to look at it. 
Um, it's one of those uh, iconic places. Dickie Bird said it's the best outground in the country, after Lords, which is obviously his favourite, but the best outground in the in the country. And people just want to come. So we're really looking forward uh, to the next couple of weeks when uh, we've got uh, North Hants coming on the 28th, uh, playing Yorkshire. And then we've got Durham. Now, this is a first. Durham are having a home game against Gloucestershire at Scarborough, North Marine Road. So that's a bit of an accolade. An accolade indeed. That was Bill Musto, Vice Chairman of the Scarborough Cricket Club. They've actually just announced today that the Scarborough Cricket Festival is happening. Some exciting fixtures as well, and it'll be in September this year. Uh, More details by going to Scarborough Cricket Club's website or finding them on social media. And in fact, in other tourism news, BBC One and BBC News have been uh, in Scarborough all week doing reports on various things. One of the things they were focusing on was the amount of people who are now working from home and deciding that if they can do that, they may as well do it in a place that they really do want to live, Scarborough. And that is seeing a property boom in the resort at the moment. Are you one of those people who all of a sudden don't need to go into an office in the middle of a big city? You can work from home and you're thinking too, you know what, why don't we move to Scarborough? And then we've got all that incredible beauty and seaside on the doorstep. Naval Warfare has returned to Pizone Park in Scarborough for the very first time in two years. A very successful opening show yesterday. You can see performances three times a week. We've got details at visitscarborough.com forward slash events. And if you love Scarborough, chances are you have seen it before. You may have seen it with your parents and grandparents and great-grandparents might have seen the show. And now you might be bringing uh, your children along to see it for the first time this summer. It's just one of those great Scarborough traditions and one of the longest running shows in the world, by the way. Another real positive at the moment, a lot of money's been spent in Scarborough tidying up what were, if we're absolutely honest, eyesores in the town. For example, the underground car park in South Bay underneath the Spa Bridge. Not only has it had a lick of paint, but there's some fantastically huge images of Scarborough on the walls. They're brightening up the underground passageways. It's looking so much better. A lot of work's going on in Southcliff Gardens now as well. A lot of the shelters are, are under scaffolding. The clock tower is. The paths are being resurfaced. They're spending a lot of money on returning Southcliff Gardens to their former glory. Now, the work does mean some paths are closed, some access is reduced, but my word, it's going to look absolutely amazing when it's all done. If you are visiting Scarborough with your family and you're on the beaches, remember the safest place to paddle and swim are between the red and yellow flags on the lifeguarded beaches. And if you're launching any kayaks or paddleboards, the best place to do that is between the black and white flags. And don't forget to check the tide times again. We have those on visitscarborough.com. You're listening to episode 20 of the Visit Scarborough podcast. That means there's 19 other episodes out there if you want to catch up on uh, anything you may have missed. And don't forget to follow Visit Scarborough on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And do check out the website as well. We get some regular tourism news on there. Uh, Useful if you're planning a visit. We have uh, the latest events, uh, details on local attractions. Just tons on there, including the really useful stuff like the weather forecast, the tide times and much more. And of course, accommodation. Plenty of accommodation on there too. Visit Scarborough.com is that website and it is purely run by me. It's nothing to do with the official tourism board, Discover Yorkshire Coast. Uh, I'm nothing to do with the council at all. It is purely me and my passion for Scarborough and and my desire to to share that with the wider world. So uh, please do uh, give it a visit if you can. Uh, More of your comments now on 
what you're most looking forward to doing with your family uh, when you visit Scarborough over the summer holidays. Liam Doyle says it's got to be Peasman Park and Naval Warfare. Joanne Stanley excited for donkey rides. And Dawn Hay simply says lemon top, uh, which is very popular ice cream uh, from, from a lot of uh, ice cream providers on Scarborough Seafront. Right, we're nearly done with episode 20. It's been a bumper edition and we've got the summer holiday starting literally in a matter of hours uh, when I'm recording uh, this uh, episode on Friday afternoon. Uh, let's uh, now find out more about something really nice that's been happening in the last couple of days. Uh, dogs cooling down from this very warm weather that we've had, uh, paddle boarding with their owners on uh, the, the water at North Yorkshire Water Park and getting a free ice cream afterwards. Uh, I've been speaking to James Whitehead, operations manager at North Yorkshire Water Park. There's plenty of people down at the park enjoying themselves. So, yeah, uh, lots of dogs. We've just seen, I've just seen three or four dogs go out on paddleboard just now. Assuming that was with an owner rather than themselves, <laughs> that would be a sight, wouldn't it? <laughs> Apparently, searches for places to paddleboard near me are up 600% this week. Uh, obviously, the warm weather makes people want to get on the water. Yeah, I mean, even even last year, um, as, as, as lockdown eased last, last year in July, paddleboarding took a, a big, bigger upwards trend everyone buying paddle boards uh, here at north yorkshire water park you can paddle board in the safety of a lifeguarded area um, and you can also get instruction here as well so it's the perfect location and water temperatures are up to 20 degrees now well that's all right isn't it which is a little bit warmer than the north sea i did see uh, a couple of people uh, with a dog on a paddleboard on the sea uh, the other the other day which was great uh, we were in our inflatable kayak which was fun um but of course what you've got there at north yorkshire water park is is a very safe area especially if your dog's not done it before yeah i mean for people uh, even on their own without a dog um, balancing can be a challenge so uh, when you add a dog into the equation, it, uh, it makes it a little bit more wobbly. So, yeah, it's it's perfect location, nice and safe. And, of course, the, we're not in salt water, so the dogs can uh, also have a drink of lake water on their, on their travels. We, we do have our water tested regular, and it does come back as excellent uh, quality. North Yorkshire Water Park, a great place to take your pups to enjoy uh, cooling off in this warm weather. Thanks to James for that. Uh, actually, some breaking news to bring you uh, this afternoon. Uh, this year's Goldwing Light Parade, due to take place in September, has been cancelled for a second year running. Uh, this is a big blow, actually, to the tourism economy. And perhaps uh, you were you were planning on, on visiting one of the highlights of the year in the Scarborough calendar, because the Light Parade is amazing. Hundreds of bikes, all illuminated. Uh, thousands of people coming out and, and I guess that is the reason as well uh, the problem is uh, managing the crowds uh, because of course yeah a lot of restrictions have been eased but people are still trying to be as responsible as possible and whereas places like the Scarborough Open Air Theatre and they've got their concerts next week are asking people to turn up with, with evidence that they've uh, had a, a negative test uh, etc you just can't do that with an open public event so so that's the reason why the decision has been made and it's a real shame and of course uh, it's a big charity fundraiser as well uh, which is uh, usually for the Yorkshire Air Ambulance so it's going to be a blow but hopefully it'll be back next year well that's it for episode 20 of the Visit Scarborough podcast thank you so much for listening please make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from we're everywhere in podcast world and you'll get a notification next episode that is out I'll be uploading another episode soon uh, the Visit Scarborough podcast is an NPB production happy start of the summer holidays do continue to stay safe hope you avoid getting pinged and I hope to see you in Scarborough soon. Thanks for listening.